people, 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 welcome back to another pre-recorded podcast of the Arsenio Buck Show. As always, baby, it's Monday and it's another Gary V Day. Guys, right now, currently, I am commuting to the airport. Not necessarily. You guys are listening to this in advance. But while you guys are listening to this, I am going to the airport. Okay, so I wanted to do a pre-recorded podcast just because I don't want to do a podcast at the airport. It gets a little bit loud. It gets a little bit crazy. There might be tour groups coming around. So you guys are listening to this while I am en route to Singapore. Now, of course, I got other podcast that will be debuting later on tonight so please stay tuned for that but guys oh yeah twitter baby twitter there were a lot of things that he talked about that i wasn't too in you know particularly fond with like musically and all these other things that i don't think relate so much and i haven't experienced it myself so i decided not to speak about them but you know what twitter is one of those that uh is a very very powerful Website in general, I love Twitter. Now, let me tell you why I love Twitter. Now, basically, I was never a fan of Twitter back in uh, the early, t- uh, what is it, 2010. I remember when I used to watch this TV, back when I used to watch TV. Uh, this lady named Dana, she was on news, I can't remember what news channel, but it was back in Las Vegas. She would always say, oh, tweet, tweet, tweet. She seemed like a little bit of a interesting person let's just put it that way but she would always mention tweeting someone and i think twitter was very very new at that moment back in 2010 now people would say well twitter came out this year or that year i don't really give a damn in 2010 that's when i it became well known but i never used it because i was like tweet man i'm not a kid i'm not doing that i wish i did anyways but uh if we talk about twitter and you know he talked about snapchat i don't use snapchat um, they say it's for millennials, they say it's for this, and you know what, Snapchat still is making ridiculous amounts of money, but honestly, I don't really use it. I would rather just use, you know, Facebook stories or Instagram stories, because that tells a hell of a story. Uh, but you know what, Twitter is very, very good. Now, let me tell you why. Lewis Hose. You guys probably don't know him, that's cool, alright? But at the same token... Lewis Hose is one of those uh, people that has a lot of good followers. Now, the thing is, you got good followers and you got bad followers. Now, for instance, if I comment on, let's say, a rapper's post, guess how many bad followers that rapper has? Guess how many uneducated people that? But I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying. It is what it is. Okay, maybe you might have five percent educated people on there, but at the same time. You probably have a lot of ignorant ass comments on there. There was one guy, uh, uh, he has a Japanese name and he colors his hair like a rainbow color. You never want to comment on posts like that because you're going to attract to you the bottom of the barrel in terms of humanity. All right. However, Lewis Hose does not have that. Gary Vee does not have that. Now, Gary Vee, they have a couple of trolls that try to seek attention. Because they don't, you know, their mother doesn't give them attention or their father doesn't give them attention or et cetera, et cetera. But I understand that. Um, but at the same time, that's not going to stop me from communicating with those people. And because of Gary V, I've actually landed some huge things. Now, Gary V, of course, on Facebook, I would comment a lot. People would try, you know, adding me. Some people were very weird. Some people were very nice. That's how I ended up meeting Luke Burrows, who I did an interview with. That's how I ended up meeting my man Dana and Dennis Murray, who, uh, they're basically entrepreneurs who run a soap business called Wad Bud Suds out there in Green Bay, Wisconsin. I've done my last podcast with them, Incredible Human Beings. 
Um, and honestly, I've linked up with some very, very awesome people off Gary V's Facebook page. And this is why I love commenting so much. Uh, but when it comes down to Twitter, Lewis Hose, I love tweeting because he always puts excellent questions up. He always puts, like, in the morning, in the diet, you know, in the breaking hours of the morning. And especially if I could respond very, very early, uh, that's the best point because my comment would be first and everyone would like it. And then they'll start, like, clicking onto my website, be like, ooh, who's this guy? Click. What's this? Click, click, click. They'll start listening to me. That's how I get traffic into mine. This is how Twitter works. It's conversation-based. So... I remember, I can't remember what post it was or anything, but I, I remember uh, someone by the name of Lisa Cypers came in. I think she liked the post or something happened. It had to be on Twitter because that's where I ultimately found her on. And then I said, hey, you have a radio show. I see you're very positive this and that. Would you like to come on my show and do a podcast with me? Yes. Now, the thing is, our schedules are really jacked at the moment, but she has a radio show out there called Harvesting Happiness Radio. And so this basically, you know, basically this radio station is awesome because at she always emanates a lot of positivity and she's into the whole psychology stuff. And I think she's a professor, too. So hoping hopefully I'll get her on there. But that was all through Twitter. So Twitter works. It's all about having conversations on there. Now, of course, you have, you know, different feeds, your impressions, engagements, this and that. I would always check engagements on all my posts about two years ago just to see what kind of engagements I would have. But now I post so regularly in terms of my podcast, my website, my Instagram. I'm not tracking any of that stuff anymore. But I did track it. It said you had 1,000 impressions last week, and I wasn't sure about engagements, but I don't really care about the metrics of it. But Gary V, he ended up going over some of the advantages of Twitter, and that's what I want to go over today. He says, it's a complete and trustworthy directory. Okay, the platform has been long around, and of course, you know, the verification system, etc., etc., better search function, all of that. You can still spend a lot of time guessing whether the Instagram account you're targeting is real or not. On Twitter, not necessarily. You know a troll when you see a troll. Now, normally on Instagram accounts, a lot of people keep their stuff private. I never trust those people, okay? Because if you are if you say, oh, well, a lot of men, they message me this and that. Okay, by all means, but I don't trust you. Uh, on Twitter, you know a troll when you see a troll. All you have to do is click on it. If they have like 3, 10, you know, 10 followers or something like that, they're trash. Never respond to ignorant-ass comments on Twitter. So, yeah, Gary V actually pointed that out. I thought that was an excellent point. Um, the retweet feature offers a huge opportunity, okay, to create instant awareness. So, let's say you make a YouTube mashup of a rapper, okay? It's unlikely he's going to see it, even if he's tagged. Share the mashup on Twitter, however, and the retweets can propel your video to dramatic virality, and that kind ultimately gets the biggest influencers notice if that's what you're trying to target. Okay? So this kind of word of mouth does not exist on Instagram or Snapchat. And it's huge. It's beneficial for content creators. So guess what? One of my content creators, my writer, she actually retweets a lot of my – not retweets. She actually uh, – what is it? Yeah, why? Well, I guess you could say retweet or she just like reposts. There we go. Repost a lot of my blogs and my podcasts that I put on LinkedIn. And I've been getting a lot of clicks on LinkedIn now. And I can actually track all those metrics on my WordPress site and say, oh, I have five clicks on LinkedIn from today. Oh, a lot of people have been viewing my profile. It's because my content writer has like more than 500, uh, what is it, connections on there. 
And so if you have someone who has that amount of, you know, connections and whatnot, this could ultimately bring stuff into you like the emails I've been getting. So not only that, okay, you can try to spark that word of mouth, but, you know, a lot of different ways, you know, on Twitter than you can on other platforms. So this is how we do it. Gary Vee, he said he posts three, maybe four times per day on Instagram. But there are days when he posts probably 47 times on Twitter. See, the fact that it's as welcoming to the written word as to pictures gives content creators the flexibility and leeway to increase the volume of their storytelling. This is the best part about Twitter. Now, I know hashtags this, hashtags that. Uh, I do think hashtags are very, very good on Twitter, probably better on Instagram. But at the same time, you can have conversations with people on uh, Instagram, not so much on I'm, – I'm sorry, not on Twitter, not so much on Instagram because on Instagram there's a lot of fake profiles just as there is on Twitter. But not that many people are going to waste their time on Twitter talking to people. You know what I mean? There are going to be people on Donald, Donald Trump's probably Twitter talking shit so they could bring a lot of, you know, a lot of uh, – what is it? Attention to them and to their profile, have people follow them, and they can engage in other silly-ass arguments and whatnot. But – Gary V is saying that this can increase the flexibility in terms of your storytelling. See, there are some days that I'm very, very good on Twitter and I get clicks. And then there are some days I don't post anything except what I post on my WordPress, speaker, this, that. So I need to get better, especially at communicating with Twitter, because when I do, people start following me. And a lot of, uh, you know what, but the really bad thing, I'm going to have to point this out. The bad thing about Twitter is a lot of people have like 50,000 to 100,000 to 150,000 followers. And it's always say marketing director, this, that. And then I look at their last few posts and they only have one like on each post. So you're telling me you have 150,000 followers and only one like on your last post? When did they post that? Oh, a day ago. How come they only have one like? Well, maybe uh, there's no excuse. You have one like and you have 150,000 followers. That's what I'm scared about. But if they have an online presence, I will communicate with them. If they have a picture of SpongeBob and they're talking shit, I'm not going to say anything to them. I'm going to say one comment such as what I do sometimes on YouTube. I post something really nice on YouTube and people re-comment. Someone always tries to – and YouTube is just troll city. Okay, If you want to talk about a bunch of fake profiles, YouTube is dog shit Okay, because YouTube doesn't manage any of that garbage. So you don't have a lot of real people on YouTube. My profile, my channel is super real, so I need to be very careful with what I post on there. But Twitter, guys, it's something that you could gain more exposure from, and I do want people to get on there and communicate with others. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, Jesus. With that being said, guys, if you got any more additional comments about Twitter, please let me know. Of course, on my Twitter, Arsenio Buck Show, or follow me on Instagram, The Arsenio Buck Show. I would appreciate it. And as always, baby, this is your host, Arsenio. Stay tuned for the next podcast. There are going to be travel podcasts coming up. So stay tuned for those. This is your host, Arsenio. Over and out.